It's time for the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now here's Ryan Wallace on the Golden Knights Radio Network. And welcome into tonight's postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. The Golden Knights defeat the Colorado Avalanche one to nothing in game one of four between these two teams over the course of this upcoming week. Let's go back up to the radio booth, bring in the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva, to kind of break this one down. Now, Dan, when I look at this game, Marc-Andre Fleury was exceptional, and it was a team effort to really contain Nathan McKinnon. Is there a better goaltender in the league right now than Marc-Andre Fleury? No, and you might have had a top contender in Philip Grubauer, who was 7-2. and two. Couple of shutouts, 934 save percentage, same save percentage as Flurry, and who won? <laughs> Flurry was one goal better, though Grubauer saw uh, 24 shots, Flurry saw 30. It was a really impressive performance by both. Not any like crazy acrobatic saves, just some solid saves. A lot of solid saves. The one goal was Pacioretty, that heavy wrist shot. Grubauer looked like he was pulling his glove down to try to grab it when it was actually closer to his pad. Had he kind of lifted his left pad, maybe he would have stopped it, but that's the virtue of a heavy shot from Pacioretty. Harder to read, and then later on, obviously, had a little trouble with one that was ticketed for his helmet, got a piece with his glove, and, and then was knocked away. Anyhow, the Knights scored that goal at even strength against Grubauer and Flurry was solid, um, not only at even strength, but the one power play Colorado had, there were no shots. So when you talk about your best penalty killer needing to be the goaltender, Fleury did not have to make a single save on the power play. All 30 saves were at even strength today. You know, when you look at this game, and, and we've talked a lot about Alex Petrangelo and his just his ability to be comfortable within the Golden Knight system, you look at this game, the work that he did against Nathan McKinnon, arguably his best as a Golden Knight. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing, especially those minutes down the stretch. He's logged 25-plus minutes on average at 27 minutes yesterday. Today was just under 26. But you're right, especially at home, when you've got that kind of defender who's clearly the standout player on defense for Vegas, and you could put him out there against the standout forward for the opposing team, those are one-on-one matchups we haven't seen too often in the first few years of the Golden Knights. It's been a lot of team matching, line matching. But that's an individual kind of matchup that we haven't seen all that much. And clearly, by virtue of the outcome, Petrangelo wins. <laughs> Petrangelo wins that battle against McKinnon, who, by the way, only has two goals this year. He's been more of a playmaker this season with 12 assists. And, of course, he's, <laughs> he does so many things really, really well. But He's a guy who scored 35 goals last year and 41 goals the year before that. So that he only has two goals in now 11 games. And you do wonder a little bit about that. But Petrangelo was, as you point out, Ryan, really strong today. And I'm with you. If, if not his best game with Vegas uh, defensively, it's, it's uh, among the very best that he's had through his first now 10 games. You know, you look at the Golden Knights, three games and four nights – at times the energy wasn't really there in this one but they're able to get that one nothing win like good teams find ways to win what does it say about the golden knights 13 games in they're continuing to find ways when they when they maybe don't have that extra boost that extra jump yeah the, the only time they lost this year and they weren't in it was the game in arizona yeah that was the only one the, the regulation 
loss that they had there. And then they had a one nothing loss here where, obviously, when it's one nothing, you always feel like you can get a goal, even in the final seconds. They couldn't do so against the Ducks. Um, and then there was the shootout loss against St. Louis. In other words, there's been one game this year that they didn't win where you felt like they didn't really have a chance to win. There have been several games when they've trailed and they've clawed back to win. I mean, yeah. <laughs> this is a team that has trailed after two periods four times. They're 2-1-1 one, and one in those. Like, that tells you something. And also protecting a lead. They've now had a lead after two periods five times. They have won all five of those. In other words, uh, you know, when they gave up the lead against the Ducks, they still managed to win. You said it. They win in different ways. Sometimes it's outscoring the opponent. Sometimes it's clamping down. Sometimes it's uh, building a lead and holding on. Sometimes it's a low scoring game and uh, you know having a claw back there are a lot of ways that this team has won so far you do wonder if they can keep it up and part of it is the the great success of Marc Andre Fleury I think that's where we keep coming back because night in night out he has been super reliable you know it's funny because it, in your pregame interview with Jonathan Marchessault a, a quote that he had that stood out to me is we're a really good team when we choose to defend well and, and I think today is, is one of those games in which the Golden Knights really did choose to kind of lock things down. Yes, they played in their own zone, but by and large, they were really trying to protect the house. And, and it's a team defense win for me, along with Marc-Andre Fleury playing exceptional. Yeah, and you mentioned Petrangelo already, but it's hard to not also include Alec Martinez in that conversation yeah. because, I mean, he's so smooth. He's... And, it's also the way he speaks when he does an interview. He's very smooth. Nothing jostles him. He's not caught off guard, seemingly, by a reporter's question or a four-checker's streaking skating ability. Like Nothing throws him off. And that steadiness is partly how he's a part of two Stanley Cup championship teams, but also in his... Um, elder years and by elder years I mean let's let's be fair I mean he's 33 he's, he's not old he's 33 but that sweet spot of athleticism and the wisdom of years seems to be there for for uh, Alec Martinez just a couple years older than Petrangelo but uh, and and who knows what the the defensive pairs will look like when Theodore and or McNabb return but Martinez and Petrangelo having only played a few games together. <laughs> I don't think it's a coincidence that Marc-Andre Fleury has given up just a couple of goals in the last three games. Those two have played very well in front of him. All right, Dan, I'll take that box of chocolates uh, over here at Section 104. Yeah, no, whenever, hold on a second. I heard you on the postgame show yesterday uh -huh, inviting yeah. Millard to be your Valentine. So, uh, guy's not even in the building. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I, I heard you on the postgame show. You said, don't tell Duva. I heard that. I heard that. All right, Dan, as always, thanks so much for joining us here. Thanks, Ryan. All right, that is the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva. We've got a lot more to get to here on the AAA Insurance postgame show on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network, presented by Dollar Loan Center.
We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. And welcome back to the AAA Insurance postgame show. The Golden Knights defeat the Colorado Avalanche 1-0, improve to 10-2-1 on the year. Let's take a look at the highlights in this game. Not much going on in the first period. The Golden Knights, a couple of power play opportunities, but it was early on in the second period when Max Pacioretty would score our only goal of the game. Quickly back ahead, White Cloud finding Pacioretty, he shoots, he scores! What was that about no goals in five games? Pacioretty puts the Knights on top one nothing. just a minute and a half into the second period. That's Max Pacioretty from Zach Whitecloud at 138 of the second period to make it one to nothing Vegas. And Marc-Andre Fleury, who's been absolutely sensational over the course of the last three games, would come up with not one, but two saves, which are our AAA insurance save of the game. McKinnon, top of the left circle, works to the middle. He shoots, save! Fleury with his right pad, stretching out, stops McKinnon. Left point, great. Shoots, stick save, Fleury, reaching up for that one. AAA is a proud sponsor of the Vegas Golden Knights, helping you outsmart life on the road and at home with 24-7 roadside assistance, car repair, discounts, DMV services, and savings on your home and auto insurance. AAA outsmart life. In the third period, Marc-Andre Fleury would continue to make saves. The Golden Knights would continue to defend well against Nathan McKinnon, and all that was left was the final call. Seven seconds, Petrangelo defending, but the centering pass knocked away. Two, one, zero, it is over. Marc-Andre Fleury gets a 30-save shutout. Golden Knights one, Avalanche zero. That is the final one to nothing. The Vegas Golden Knights defeat the Colorado Avalanche. Now that's a heck of a win when you look at these these four games for the Golden Knights against the Colorado Avalanche, they're all measuring sticks, right? Like this is an opportunity for these two heavyweights to go head-to-head, toe-to-toe, and see where they stand against one another. The Golden Knights, you know, they were tired. At times, the energy just wasn't there. You've got three games in four nights. The Colorado Avalanche coming off of a 12-day break had all the energy, all the jump. Uh, It did take them a while to find their legs, but you know what? The Golden Knights were able to gut out a one to nothing win and that is a nice way to celebrate Valentine's Day. We've got a lot more to get to here including Pete DeBoer when he addresses the media on the AAA Insurance Post Game Show on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network presented by Dollar Loan Center. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. AAA Insurance postgame show. The Golden Knights defeat the Colorado Avalanche 1-0. And let's hear from Marc-Andre Fleury and Zach Whitecloud as they address the media. Speed, especially that line, right? The McKinnon line. And uh, I thought our guys handled very well. And uh, these two played a lot of minutes and, and defend very well. And the rest of the group, too, everybody battle hard and and grind throughout you know throughout the game to um to get that goal from patch it was nice and 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 to keep that one nothing next question tonight goes to willie ramirez the associated press zach you uh, talk about making the smart plays getting in on the offensive end whenever you can from the blue line but part of that i would assume comes from 
started to learn the nuances of your teammates? Are you starting to get comfortable knowing who's on the ice at the time, where they're going to be, or how they play, and sort of just in tune with each one of your teammates that you're on the ice with at the same time? Does that come along with the smart play, or as far as uh, you know, just getting used to your specific teammates? Yeah, I mean, I think everyone on this team is is used to one another, and um, you know, obviously we we practice things day in and day out, and um, you know, have systems in place that allow guys to make plays and allow uh, allow for guys to know where, you know, all the teammates are on the ice at, at once. And, you know, a big part of that is chemistry. And I think a bigger part of that is communication. And, and uh, we have a group that's very familiar with each other, very comfortable with each other. Um, and we all know what our jobs are. And, and uh, you know, we're always working in five-minute units and, and helping one another. And, you know, if you can communicate as, you know, even as part D partners, uh, you know, us back there with Flower moving Fox, um, and with your forwards uh, all over the ice. Um, and we have a team that's very uh, vocal, um, obviously a lot of leaders and older, older, uh, older groups. So um, communication is a huge part of that and obviously chemistry is too. And um, that allows for us to make plays, uh, you know, in our D zone and, and get going up the ice and, and obviously furthermore into the offensive zone. So, um, you know, communication is, again, a big part of that. And uh, everyone on our team is, is communicating out there and making uh, everyone's jobs easier. So. Time for a few more here with Zach Whitecloud and Mark Andre Fleury. Next question for them goes to Ken Bolke, Vegas. Mark Andre, I saw you kind of shaking your head when uh, the question was asked about Zach's offensive game. I just want to know if you can kind of speak to the growth you've seen of him After since this, you first um, met him. Just talk for like a minute and a yeah, half because they're probably going to go right to DeBoer, I would think. So that was a great game um, for YD. I saw a few, uh, few times now coming at the other the blue line dancing a bit around guys and you know? also it's fun um fun to watch and um to me zach's a guy that's always uh reliable you know around my net that's why i see him the most right and uh like you said we always talk well and we get, you know when i go play the puck i think we can get the puck out of zone uh quickly and uh always battles are blocks a lot of shots for me i think i got a big one in the power play tonight on the pk tonight um you know so i think it's it's fun to watch him grow you know to through all those games and um yeah i think it's been looking good next question goes to ron futrell channel 8 las vegas hey there guys i know you got a game tuesday before the uh, saturday in lake tahoe but i'm curious either one of you guys been to lake tahoe before and you're looking forward to that experience up there zach we'll go with you first uh no i i haven't been out there but um as a manitoba kid i grew up uh you know playing on the outdoor rinks and in negative 35 degrees Celsius. And, you know, I'm sure, uh, dude, you have too. So, um, you know, I'm used to that outdoor, uh, outdoor weather and, you know, just looking forward to, um, you know, getting back out there in the, in the cold and, uh, kind of breathing that fresh air. And, you know, obviously I think, you know, I've never played an outdoor game before. So, um, you know, I think it's gonna be cool to, to kind of experience that and, and, uh, just say it, I think it'll bring back memories to, you know, my childhood and, and uh, where I first learned to love the game and, and uh, you know, where I played with all my buddies. And, um, you know, now I'm lucky and uh, very honored to be able to do it, you know, at the highest level and, and play with all my friends too. So, um, no, it's exciting. Yeah, same. I haven't, uh, haven't had a chance to go up there yet, but uh, really looking forward to it. Um, and all those games are always fun. And like Zach said, just to, to be out, outdoor and, and play the game that, you know, we've, uh, I don't know, that's, we start. I think it's the best hockey to play. You know, growing up, I always loved playing outside, and um, those are the best memories about um, hockey growing up. And 
<clears throat> been in a few outdoor games and always uh, always a good time obviously always better when you win but uh, we'll take care of that once we get there next question tonight goes to danny webster nhl.com mark andre it's been a while since you won everybody some donuts you're gonna go get yourself a dozen tomorrow i'm sorry i didn't hear you. i was saying it's been uh, a while <laughs> since you won everybody some donuts you're gonna get some tomorrow yeah i might have to i think it's it's a day after so um may as well enjoy a couple Final question for these two goes to Jeremy Osling with RDS. Salut Marc-André, euh, je voulais savoir, ben, premièrement, tu connais un excellent début de saison. J'aimerais savoir qu'est-ce qui explique là, ces succès personnels que tu connais depuis okay, le début de l'année. Puis aussi, j'aimerais ça que tu me parles un peu là, des trois prochains matchs. And that was Zach Whitecloud and Marc-André Fleury speaking to the media after today's 1-0 win against the Colorado Avalanche. The post-game injury report is brought to you by the Valley Health System, the official health system of the Vegas Golden Knights. No injuries in this game, at least none that we could see. Uh, Dylan Coughlin did take a heavy hit from Ryan Graves after the whistle. He missed a few shifts there in the second period, but came back, did get a couple of looks throughout the second period and the third period. So that's something to keep an eye on. The other thing to keep an eye on when it comes to the Golden Knights is, is whether or not Shea Theodore and Robin Leonard are getting closer and closer to returning to game action. Like you've, you've got Theodore out right now, day-to-day upper body injury. Robin Leonard out day-to-day upper body injury. Marc-Andre Fleury started he's, he's started four games in a row and been fantastic. So uh, it's interesting, right? Like where this team's going to go if Robin Leonard is healthy, who's going to play on Tuesday? And, and then the bigger question that comes out of that is if you end up having to go with Marc-Andre Fleury on Tuesday and then Robin Leonard's healthy, where do you go for the outdoor game in Tahoe? I mean, that's an interesting one, but you know, you look based on how he's played over the course of, of these past few games, Marc-Andre Fleury is, is making that claim that if you're going to go on what someone deserves in terms of that start, not just a strict rotation based on how they've played, I think Marc-Andre Fleury gets that start in Tahoe on Saturday, but there's a lot of time between now and then, and, and we've got to get there first, as Marc-Andre talked about. Uh, it's the best hockey. It's fantastic hockey, but uh, it's always better if you win, and you know, we'll see what ends up happening in terms of the Golden Knights, the Colorado Avalanche, and that game in Lake Tahoe. Now, you know, you, you, you look at this game and you, you say, okay, one nothing. how exciting, how fun was the hockey? It was good. Like, there were chances. There were certainly chances back and forth. Uh, but, hey, let's go to head coach Pete DeBoer with tonight's post-game interview presented by Nevada Eye Physicians. We will effort uh, Pete DeBoer in just a moment as soon as he is ready to go. Here's Pete DeBoer. Tonight for Pete goes to Ben Goats, Las Vegas Regional. Ben. Hey, Pete, you said yesterday that the Avalanche would obviously pose a challenge for you guys. How do you feel if the team rose to that challenge in game one of the series? Yeah, it was it was great. Uh, It was a great hockey game. I think, I mean, obviously they're missing a few guys and and they're coming off a layoff. We're missing some guys. And uh, and I think tonight was our our fifth and eight nights and six and ten nights. So we're a little fatigued. I think you saw that in the third. but, uh, you know, I thought both teams played hard. Uh, it was a playoff-type feel to that game, one nothing game, goaltending great at both ends. So 
it was a good hockey game. This question goes to Justin Emerson, Las Vegas Sun. Hey, Pete, often when guys come over to a new team, they talk about kind of needing a couple of games sometimes to adjust. Have you seen that in Alex Petrangelo? And do you think that he's playing any differently than he was maybe even at the start of the season? No, Well, I, I think I think Alex, great players like that, they, they have the ability uh, to crank it up and find another level at key moments. I thought I thought tonight he was exceptional. Obviously, with Theo out uh, and playing that Colorado team with their depth and and McKinnon, who you know might be the best player in the league or in that conversation, you know that's a, that's a big ask uh, for our, our group. And uh, you know, I, I thought him and Marty tonight were fantastic. Next question goes to Jesse Granger, the Athletic. Jesse. Hey Pete, there aren't many teams that skate as well as the Avalanche, and, and like you mentioned, you're, you're on your third game in four nights. What, what do you? What different things do you emphasize? Maybe more possession, things like that. Um, when you're playing against a team that you know can skate as well as they do. Well, I, I think uh, absolutely possession. You know, if we've got the puck in their uh, zone, uh, you know, they're they're obviously not skating; they're stopping and defending. So that, that's a big part of what we're trying to establish, but that's, that's easier said than done. Um, you know, and then just not feeding, uh, their offense, turning pucks over, taking penalties. I, I thought we stuck to the game plan tonight. We, we, uh, we didn't give them a lot of room and we didn't give them a lot of free offense. And, uh, I thought we did a good job. Next question tonight goes to Chris Chapman, Fox sports, Las Vegas. Chris. Hi Pete. Uh, you're playing three, really young defensemen on the blue line, guys who don't even have a full season of experience between the three of them. Can you just speak to their maturation and just the way they've handled being thrown into the fire like this? Yeah, well, I think that tells you how special right? I think all three of those guys are. I, I think it, it's really rare to get one young defenseman to step into a lineup at this level and still be able to win consistently. Um, you know, never mind putting two or three in and, uh, you know, I, I think that just speaks to to uh, to them uh, as players, but but I think it also speaks to how how they've developed. You know, these guys weren't rushed in out of junior or college. They they came up the right way. They they went and they they paid their dues in the minors, and all three of them played at least one full season and plus some uh, down there. And uh, you know, they're they're ready to play up here now. So I think it's a combination of all those things. Time for a few more here with Pete tonight. Next question goes to Danny Webster, NHL.com. Hey, Danny. Hey, Pete, can you just uh, touch on your goaltender's performance? I, I know you mentioned the other day that you were confident if he had to, <clears throat> excuse me, if he had to go to the back-to-back, can you just touch on his performance tonight? Yeah. Well, he, he, he was fantastic. And um, he was fantastic last yesterday in San Jose, too. Um, I, I think when you look at our schedule and, and with uh, Robin going down, you know, we've asked him to play uh, a bunch of games in a row here. And, uh, you know, he's uh, he's had the energy to do it and, you know, and, and not only do it, but do it at a really high level. He's, he's been our best player through this stretch. So, uh, you know, got to get him some rest and get him ready for Tuesday. Next question goes to David Shane, Las Vegas Review Journal. David. Hi, Pete. You're 13 games in. 
Do you feel like this team has got an identity at this point? And I guess maybe today was maybe the best example of that. Is that fair? <clears throat> yeah, I, I think so for sure. I, I, I love the fact that uh, we uh, we came in, uh, you know, with a, a commitment to our game plan tonight and, and stuck with it for 60 minutes. Um, so I think, uh, you know, it's the first time this year I probably – have felt like that after 60 minutes. We played some good stretches of hockey, and we've done, you know, obviously a lot of winning. Um, but uh, you know, it took it took a 60-minute commitment tonight to it uh, to beat a, a very good team. And uh, you know, I think uh, it's it's nice that we're 10. How many games? 13 in. Um, you know, and and that we have the ability to play that game, and we're going to need it more consistently down the stretch. Go to Willie Ramirez, Associated Press. Hey, Pete, and to piggyback on that, through 13 games, you come off four straight where you scored 32. The last three you've combined, uh, the, the, the uh, total 32. The last three, a total of six goals. Eight of your 13 games have tallied six or more goals, five, four or less. The diversity of this team being able to adjust to either pace, any tempo, you have to be pleased with that. Yeah, I think this this team is built to to uh, compete any way you want to play the game. You know, if you want to have a physical, these people are just uh, grind it out one nothing game. We can play that game. We, you know, we can also skate and 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 score if we uh, we need to on a given night. You know, if it's going to be a more open game, but you know, I, I think we know come playoff time that the majority of the games are going to look a lot more like tonight than they are. The, the six, seven goal games you're talking about or you've seen in the first uh, dozen. Um, so, you know, the fact that uh, we did that tonight and won, um, you know, that's a good sign. Last question for Pete tonight goes to Ken Bulky, Sin Ben Davis. Okay. Hey, Pete, just mentioning you need rest for Flurry. I'm just wondering if you have an update on Leonard and how long you think you might be without him. Uh, improving, I don't know. Um, but definitely taking some steps improving. He was at the rink today, so that's a good sign. Pete, thanks for doing this. And that was head coach Pete DeBoer. We will wrap it up here on the AAA Insurance Post Game Show on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network, presented by Dollar Loan Center. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. The winning numbers for the 5149 raffle presented by Raising Canes are 993-440-840-27. That is 993-440-840-27. Seven. If you didn't win tonight or missed out on the action, the 5149 raffle presented by Raising Canes will be online during the Golden Knights' next home game. Proceeds will benefit the Henderson Silver Knights Foundation. It's the AAA Insurance Post Game Show wrapping it up here. Tonight's game recap is brought to you by Universal Solar and Windows. And, you know, not much else could be said. Marc-Andre Fleury gets the shutout. He was absolutely sensational for the Golden Knights. And then I think that beyond Marc-Andre Fleury, 
You look at Alex Petrangelo and Alec Martinez and the job that those two defensemen were able to do on Nathan McKinnon in this game cannot be overlooked. Those guys had a fantastic game. I'd say this is arguably the best Petrangelo has looked for the Golden Knights. And it's not about offense right now in terms of, of getting that type of effort from Petrangelo. He defends and defends well. And as you get him comfortable within the system, these one-on-one performances where you allow Alex Petrangelo to take away that that uh, that offensive threat from the opposition, it really frees up everything else for the Golden Knights. One to nothing is your final here. That's going to do it for us on the AAA Insurance Post Game Show. Extended Post Game Show is next on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network, presented by Dollar Loan Center. Thanks for listening to the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network Post Game Show, presented by AAA Insurance. Our local coverage continues next with game highlights, interviews, and your phone call at 702-876-1340. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. It's the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Let your voice be heard by calling in at 702-876-1340. Now here's your host, Ryan Wallace. And welcome into the extended postgame show. Fox Sports Las Vegas, the Golden Knights defeat the Colorado Avalanche. One to nothing. Vegas, 10-2-1 through 13 games this season. That's pretty good. It's not too shabby from the Golden Knights. And, you know, we, we've talked about with a lot of anticipation this four-game set against the Colorado Avalanche. We penciled it on the calendar, circled it, really, really focused in on it. And I'll tell you, through one game, I'm pleased with what I saw from Vegas, and I can't wait to see the, the next three. It's fantastic hockey. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's head out to the phone lines. Bring in Mike. You're up. Well, you know what? All hail flower, but it was certainly a team victory, without a doubt. What incredible defense. And you can't expect that every day. So there's only so much you can do. And you'll have to talk more about who you think will start Tuesday. But um, I did. I just looked it up to be sure I was right. But when Flower was in his prime and he consistently played 60 games a year for about a decade, except for the strike year, and then he played only in 38 when Matt Murray came around in the championship year. How did do you remember how he handled it at that point? I mean, I, I don't think that when you're a, a rhythm goaltender like Marc-Andre Fleury, it, it necessarily allows you to play your best hockey. And I, I remember that numbers-wise, it probably wasn't the best that Marc-Andre Fleury's ever been in his career. No, it, the statistics bear that out. But yet this year, at age 36, it, something in him said, I, I'm not done, and I don't care what they say. And that's really special. And you know what, Mike, thanks for the call. When when it comes to Marc-Andre Fleury and, and what I'm seeing out of him and what it appears is going on is when you can be fresh 
and when you know when you're starting. I think those two things are working in Marc-Andre Fleury's favor. Now, you mentioned uh, it depends on who's going to start Tuesday night. It appears, based on what we heard from Pete DeBoer in his post-game press conference, that it, it, it looks like Marc-Andre Fleury is going to go on Tuesday. Like, Robin Leonard is progressing and getting better, but all indications, at least from Pete DeBoer today, seem to be that Marc-Andre Fleury is going to get the start on Tuesday. And then the Golden Knights have three days between games, and that next game will be on Saturday in Lake Tahoe. If Robin Leonard is healthy, what do you do with that Tahoe game? I, I think it kind of depends on what you see on Tuesday night. But right now, based on how Marc-Andre Fleury's playing, I'd be shocked if he doesn't play Tuesday and then even potentially on Saturday. If, if you want to say he's earned that game, I'm right there with you. I think he has. And, and maybe that's the question that we ask tonight on the postgame show. Actually, there's two questions I'd like to ask you on tonight's postgame show. 702-876-1340 is the number. Think about this. Call in 702-876-1340. Based on what you're seeing right now, Marc-Andre Fleury, does he deserve that start in Lake Tahoe? on Saturday against Colorado, or do you need to see what happens? Do you need to see how things bear out on Tuesday? And then the second question is this. Was tonight the best game that Alex Petrangelo has played as a Vegas Golden Knight? Don't be shy. Give me a call. 702-876-1340. Does Marc-Andre Fleury deserve that start on Saturday? Or do you have to see what happens on Tuesday to make that determination? Marc-Andre Fleury, 7-1-0 on the year. Been fantastic. Fantastic. You could argue he should be 8-0. Like the Golden Knights should have been able to find a way to score a goal or two against Anaheim in that loss for Marc-Andre Fleury. They weren't able to. Hard luck loss. That's the only blemish on his record so far this season. And then beyond that, today, this game, lined up predominantly against Nathan McKinnon. Was this the best we have seen Alex Petrangelo look in a Golden Knights sweater? Stephanie, you're up. Hey, so unless something just catastrophic happens on Tuesday, I think absolutely that Flower has earned the start at Lake Tahoe. And Petra's game was great today. I mean, they really, not only Petrangelo, but the defense was able to really control McKinnon pretty well, limited a lot of the, what he could get. And then everybody was really good about helping Flurry clear out some of those rebounds mm -hmm. that could have been incredibly dangerous. Yeah, no, 100%, Stephanie, and thank you for the call. I, I thought that collapsing in and around the net and really limiting second and third opportunities, the Golden Knights were really good there. And you know what? I'm going to give you guys my answer, my answer on Alex Petrangelo on the other side of the break. 702-876-1340 is the number. Give us a call. Give me the answer to those two questions next on the Extended Post Game Show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. The Golden Knights defeat Colorado Avalanche 1-0, 10-2-1 through the first 13 games for the Golden Knights so far this season. 702-876-1340 is the number. I threw these two questions out 
Does Marc-Andre Fleury, based on what you've seen so far this season, deserve the start on Saturday? Or do you have to see what's going on, what happens in the game on Tuesday? And is this the best Alex Petrangelo has looked for the Golden Knights? Let's go back out to the phone lines. Rita, you're up. Um, yes, I think Marc-Andre's definitely earned it. And to be honest, if these games are going to be this tight and we go to a shootout, not only has Mark andre earned it, but Robin Leonard doesn't really shine in that category. So I think we not only have he earned it, but we need him. And yes, I think Alex Petrangelo has come a long ways and definitely helped us win the game today. All right, Rita, thanks for the call. I, I think that when you when you look at Alex Petrangelo and the first 12 games, 10 games that he's played as a Golden Knight, and you look at the fact that Vegas went 13-5 and in various times, and he was kind of cycling through defensive partners and only had a couple of games with Braden McNabb, then Braden McNabb gets hurt, and now he comes back after COVID protocol, and he's learning another new partner in Alec Martinez. It was going to take some time. It's a good thing that today was the day Alex Petrangelo really shined and showed you exactly what he can do as a as a single solitary player in in shutting down and really going head to head with Nathan McKinnon. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's head out back out to the phone lines. George, you're up. Hey Ryan, how are you? To answer your question, the first part of it, of course Flower has earned it. And Peach track record going back to when he was in New Jersey and had that game at Yankee Stadium. Brodeur wasn't playing great. Schneider was kind of becoming the number one there. Pete went to Marty just for, hey, this is what you do, because the guy's earned it over his whole career. Petro has shown, and you, and you touched on it perfectly with the last caller, no training camp, really didn't get has played with different guys. At some point, you're going to see the offense come. Mm-hmm. But he's not a, a goal scorer. He's, he's an assist maker and, and a power play. He runs a power play very well. So in that case, yeah, tonight was his best game because he played defense. Yeah, he I wasn't mean, a liability. I mean, 100%, right? Like, you want Alex Petrangelo playing defense, and you want him out there shutting down the top line of the opposition. That's going to free up so much. And, you know, a large part of why I think the Golden Knights didn't score more than just the one goal is – you don't have Shea Theodore. I mean, you're missing two of, of your top defensemen in, in McNabb and Theodore, and yet the Golden Knights are still defending well and chipping in offensively. Yeah, I agree with you. That's the thing. Like, when everything's back in, and you have everybody and you have Theodore and you have McNabb, he's going to have some lineup decisions to make. The thing with Leonard, would it be the craziest idea to – Maybe get yourself some salary cap relief because you kind of need it so we don't have to play the 5-13 and 13 thing again. Maybe LT, LTIR them. Get them right because you don't want – if this is a shoulder thing, which it seems to be from the last game he played, when he took that puck up in, underneath the, uh, in the armpit, wouldn't it be the worst idea? 
You know, George, and, and thank you for the call. Uh, I I don't know that that's the direction you want to go if you're the Golden Knights because he just you're, he'll be unavailable for you for a while. Now, granted, if it's something that's going to be a, a bit longer term, then yeah, I, I think that that makes sense. But if you have the option, the ability to get Robin Leonard back 100% healthy by the end of the week or maybe early on next week, then I think you do that because part of why it's worked early on for Marc-Andre Fleury and for Robin Leonard is due to the fact that you've been able to rotate and just roll that rotation straight through. And that's not only going to pay dividends right now, but it's going to pay dividends later on in the season when Marc-Andre Fleury is fresher and Robin Leonard is fresher and you're going up against other teams that don't have that luxury, that don't have two goaltenders that they can rely on, and you're going to run up against some some tired goalies late in this season when the points are going to be so vitally important and the Golden Knights are going to have the luxury if they so choose to roll out either one of those goaltenders on a rotation and fresh. 702-876-1340 is the number. If you'd like to join us on the other side of the break, let me know. Has Marc-Andre Fleury earned that start on Saturday in the outdoor game at Lake Tahoe? And is this the best Alex Petrangelo has looked for the Vegas Golden Knights? It's the extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. one nothing. the final. Golden Knights defeat Colorado. 10-2-1 on the year. Here are the two questions. Phone lines are open, 702-876-1340. Answer me this. It's Marc-Andre Fleury. Has he done enough? Does he deserve? Has he earned the start on Saturday? Lake Tahoe outdoor game? And is this the best Alex Petrangelo has looked for the Golden Knights? And if you don't want to answer those, like if, if, if that's just not what you want to do, that's fine. Here's another question for you. Again, 702-876-1340, that's the number. This is your show. Uh, did you learn something new about Vegas tonight? Did this game teach you something about the Golden Knights that maybe you were on the fence about so far this season? Because like when you look at the Golden Knights and you look at their record, it's really good, 10-2-1. Now, I would make a slight argument that maybe they haven't played as well as that record would indicate. However, they're just more talented than a lot of the teams that they've played. Anaheim, four times. Arizona, four times. L.A., twice. San Jose once. So, like, have they played to that level of 10-2-1? No, not particularly. But I think what we learned today, or at least what I learned today, is when the Golden Knights play a 60-minute effort, even if they don't have their legs, even if the energy isn't there, even if it's three and four nights, even if it's back-to-back with travel, which, like, let's be honest, this season's pretty rare. This this season, back-to-back travel, rare. And yet, when they choose to defend well, they're a damn good hockey team. 
And it's funny because Jonathan Marcheseau sat down with Dan Duva pregame interview. And the line that Jonathan Marcheseau said in that interview that really stood out to me was when we choose to defend well, we're a good hockey team. And I think proof this game. Like, when the Golden Knights are detailed in their structure for 60 minutes, that's what you can expect. And, and maybe a one nothing game isn't really your cup of tea. I know it sounds please like my sport, but this was an exciting game. There were chances on both sides. The Golden Knights didn't cheat the game. The Colorado Avalanche are really good. And I'll tell you, hockey games are more fun when both teams are really good. And it's, it's not that the Golden Knights were making egregious errors, and that's why Colorado was able to push the pace. The Avalanche are just a really good hockey team. And the Golden Knights are a really good hockey team. And what happens when two really good hockey teams come together and play a good hockey game, it doesn't matter if there's seven goals or one goal or zero goals, whatever. It's a fun game. And what we learned about the Golden Knights is when they defend well, they can beat anybody. Now, granted, Colorado coming off of a 12-day break, I, I, I'm here for that argument. Like, I'm here for you saying, well, I mean, Colorado was, out with, was without Kale McCarr. They didn't have Gabe Landeskog. They're coming off of their break. I, I, I understand all those things that you might point to in this situation. But the Golden Knights are without Braden McNabb. The Golden Knights are without Shea Theodore. The Golden Knights are without Tomas Nosek. The Golden Knights are relying. They're relying on Dylan Coughlin and Zach Whitecloud and Nick Haig to step up and play big minutes in key situations. And you know what? When they defend well, they win. They win. And so for me, it's more impressive to win a one nothing game against Colorado that has all the feel of a playoff game than to beat the Anaheim Ducks 5-2 to two, or to beat the LA Kings 5-3. to three. This is a more impressive win because when the Golden Knights are playing to those expectations they have this year, that's the type of game you want to see them play. That's the type of game you want to see them win. We're going to wrap it up here. 702-876-1340 on the Extended Post Game Show. Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Back to your calls on the Extended Vegas Golden Knights Post Game Show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas, wrapping it up here. one nothing. Vegas defeats Colorado. Man, I'm jazzed up about game number two. Can you just can you, can you read it in my voice how excited I am, how ready to go I am for game two of this four-game set? I am jazzed up. Yeah, I know. Doesn't sound like it, but I am. I'm telling you. Tuesday night, it's going to be fun. Vegas, Colorado, game number two of this four-game set. And, and, and it's going to be fun because the Avalanche have a game under their belt. They, they got all the, the rust out, I think, in this one. They were very good, very fast. Like, this is a fast team. 
in the Colorado Avalanche, and, and that speed is going to give the Golden Knights some fits. But the adjustments, I cannot wait to see what's in store in terms of this matchup. How are the Colorado Avalanche going to adjust their game plan to find better scoring opportunities? How do you make the adjustment to free up Nathan McKinnon and Miko Rantanen? Like, what does this lineup look like if you get Kale McCarr back? You know, when's Gabe Landeskog going to be available, and how does that change the dynamic with Colorado up front? And then beyond that, how do the Golden Knights prevent Colorado from making those adjustments? How does Vegas find more offense five-on-five? Like, those are exciting questions leading into this game on Tuesday. And then, of course, it it looks like Marc-Andre Fleury is going to get that start Is he going to be able to continue this rate of play? Those are great questions going into Tuesday. We will be on location. Pre-game show will start at 6 p.m. Thanks to Jeff Rubino out here turning the knobs, keeping us sounding fantastic on the air. Thanks to Bobby Machado back in the studio. The Golden Knights defeat Colorado 1 to nothing. We will talk to you on Tuesday right here on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Thanks for listening to the extended Golden Knights postgame show on Fox Sports Radio 98.9 FM at 1340 AM. Your home for the Vegas Golden Knights. Have a good night and drive safe.